Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is that I want to win at Edmonton. Here's McDavid all the way, scores! Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast for this Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1260. Hit me up on Twitter at HernanDeMan and at Locked On Oilers. We're going to break down last night's game, look ahead to tonight's game, hear from Jay Woodcroft. Uh, some post-game comments from last night. What a game that was. That was really, 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 really fun. Uh, but before that, thank you, like always, for making Lockdown Orders your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. And like I said, we're just going to break down last night's game. That was one of the best games I've watched all season from the Edmonton Oilers. It was a Fun game. Colorado Avalanche are really, really <laughs> good, but uh, they do fall in overtime, three to uh, a little bit of unfortunate uh, bounces. McDavid kind of falls there. It would have been a two on one. Then Kane can kind of Kane can't find the puck. Holy crap! Do I have much mouth? And then uh, I mean the whole helmet thing. Did Kadri take Darnell's helmet off on purpose? He had to skate off the ice, so they were down a man, and then. McCarg, McKinnon, two-on-one. You knew what was going to happen. But nonetheless, excellent game. You got a point. That's very important because Vegas lost again. Uh, They lost in Minnesota 3-0. So the orders now currently in the standing, still third in the Pacific, one point back of the LA Kings. Uh, Orders at 75 points, 35-23-5. And And a game in hand on the uh, good old Kings and two games in hand on the Golden Knights and they're three points up. So some... Some positive things happening for the Edmonton Oilers. Special teams, just okay. Uh, Power play, 0 for 2, but they did create some good looks. Uh, PK went uh, 3 for 5, gave up two goals. But again, I, I and I know Woodcroft said this last time, I, I wouldn't look at it as structure-wise. I thought they... they did it to themselves. Yeah, a couple lucky balances, but on both the goals... The first two goals on the power play, the Oilers win the draw cleanly and their defensemen can't make a play. you got to start making plays. This is happening far too often. Nothing to do with structure. They didn't pass the daylights out of the Oilers. No, it's just you can't get the puck out and you give the team another chance. And that's what happens. And the two lucky goals, sure, but they count. And and <laughs> and the Oilers at least were able to find a way back. Kaylor Yamamoto was fantastic in this game. Absolutely fantastic. His best game probably since that early, um, not early, uh, pre-COVID run, right? When he was with Nugent Dry, he was excellent. He scored his 16th on a beauty feed from Dreisaitl. And then he, uh, wow, what a play. He swipes uh, Josh Manson of the puck just before he hits his own blue line. Boom, finds Evander Kane in front. Another guy who's hot right now. 13 goals already. Just amazing. 2-2. Third period was fun. Back and forth. 
And then in overtime, we all know what happened. But all in all, you got to be pretty happy. It's encouraging to see the Oilers play this way. It truly, truly is. And us, and for me, Kadri Amoto was a player of the game. Here's Jay Woodcroft on the uh, the little bugger. Uh, he refused to be deterred by anything tonight. and um, He's not the biggest man in the world, but he plays with a ton of heart. And... Um, you know, it was a big reason why we got a point in a tough building. He's in, he is a little or a smaller player, but he's got a big trunk to him. So he's, uh, he's willing to play inside equipment and willing to, and has the ability to, when he hits, hit, he hits hard. Um, but like you said, he, he gets under people's nerves just through um, work ethic. He frustrates other teams and other players with his work ethic. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't stop, that's for sure. He's He's been really, really good. Um, and uh, Mike Smith, sure, uh, good on the night, not great. He made 28 saves. Uh, not really a lot that were like, holy smokes, that was a huge one. On the power play, like Avalanche just looked deadly. Um, but give him credit. He's he's bounced back now with with two solid games. He's only given up four goals in those two games. He had a 903 save percentage last night. And uh, here is just and we all know and we kind of joke around that Mike Smith battles. <laughs> uh, but he did battle last night. And here is just uh, kind of what he's brought in these last two games. Here's Jay Woodcroft. Yeah, he's given our team a couple uh, really good ones in a row here. Uh, he's given us a chance to win. And, um, you know, since he's recovered from that flu bug, he's had a lot of time to work at his game. And and we're seeing the, the benefits of that. I thought his puck handling was a major factor in us breaking out and only giving up 16 five-on-five shots against tonight. We'll get to a few more clips uh, here on the new guys and all that from Jay Woodcroft from last night. They're speaking at 5, I think, at 5.30 our time today, so it's it's too late to drop that audio. Uh, I want to get this out nice and early in the afternoon. Ice times, Jesse Pliarvi was benched in the third. Uh, Warren Fogle took his place. He played 11-27. I did not like his game. I know my buddy Low Tide said the analytics were good on him last night, but for the eye test, he wasn't getting it done for me. I'm not high on Warren Fogle either, but the coach made that move. Uh, Zach Cassian only played 627. Uh, the players over 20 minutes for the forwards. Hyman, Yamamoto, Kane, and McDavid. No shocker there. Did I say dry sidle? Dry side? Yeah, and dry sidle, of course. On the back end, uh, your leader was Darnell Nurse at 2252. Uh, CC at 2250. And your lowest was 1537 at Evan Bouchard, but I mean that that's pretty good. That's kind of the range you want to see, especially Darnell Nurse. You don't want him playing there uh, too much. And the others are going to get some bodies back and some new additions. So what's going to happen with the lineup? That's the question. Guys like Shore, obviously guys like Bugsy Malone, guys like Derek Ryan might be looking over their shoulder. Even maybe a Ryan McLeod, which I'm not keen on, but he is a young player and and. Some of these guys are veterans, and we know the Edmonton Oilers like to run their team. Uh, <laughs> so in that sense, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the lineup. Obviously, uh, both guys, as announced by the coach last night, won't play uh, today. Uh, both are flying to Edmonton, or will get here today, and they'll be ready to go tomorrow for San Jose. So expect probably the same lineup. They have no extra forwards or defense right now with the team. I don't think they do. Probably not. So it's going to be the same lineup, and hopefully they can pick up a couple of points there in Dallas who's also uh, fighting for their playoff lives. They're currently um, just outside the wild card spot, one point back of Vegas, uh, but they got four games in hand. And uh, they're dealing with, the uh, you know, they're without Miro Heishkinen. They picked up Wedgwood. 
as Holpe's out as well there. So we'll see if the others can jump on this team. Mikko Koskinen does have really good numbers there. He's 3-1-2. and two. His goal against is under 2. His save percentage is over 920 when he plays versus the Dallas Stars. So that's good for the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, guys, what did you think of the game? I, I mean, remember a few weeks ago when I brought it up that uh, Gager and we were all watching Calgary Avs and we're like, the Oilers don't play at that level. They did yesterday. They skated with them. I thought they were better in the first period even, even though they were um, – they gave up the first goal and and they were uh, down. I thought the order the better in the first, second, same thing. I thought they were, it went toe to toe. Absolutely, they did. And in the third, uh, Colorado probably a little bit more. <laughs> so and keep in mind, Yamamoto took three penalties in this game, and he's still the player of the game. Like that guy was nonstop last night. I was really impressed uh, with his game. Same, uh, but the issues, yeah, the penalty kill got to shore that up. For sure, power play. You like to get one, especially when you get the first power play of the game against a high-powered uh, offense like the Colorado Avalanche. You want to get one there. But they they did have some good looks. They just couldn't beat Darcy Kemper. So uh, a lot of good happening for the Oilers. That's points in six straight now, looking to make that seven. All right, coming up next, we'll get a few more clips uh, from Jay Woodcroft, and we'll also give you some new numbers for the new guys and we'll go around the NHL as well. This is the Lockdown Orders Podcast with Hernan Salas. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's just not basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts back here on the locked on oilers podcast uh, oilers uh, 3-2 ot losers last night but they pick up a valuable valuable point uh <laughs> against a very good team and they look good uh doing it i already mentioned that kulak and Derek Broussard will not be in the lineup uh tonight look for them to draw in on thursday and uh numbers sure uh, 27 is going to go to Kulak, uh, formerly worn um, by the great Dave Semenko, Georges Larocque. Did Dustin Penner wear 27? Pretty sure he did. And then uh, Derek Broussard is going to wear 16, who was worn uh, as just this season by Tyler Benson. That's a bit of a... I don't know how to feel about that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> he's going to wear 16. Of course, 16 for me is always going to be Bucky's number. Uh, so those are your two new numbers if you want to get a jersey. <laughs> and it was kind of cool. Uh, you know, Broussard uh, said he he has a lot of playoff experience. Um, I want to touch on this. I know I said yesterday he was a penalty killer, and that was a fail on my part. Um, on the lowdown, I guess, today everybody was talking about uh, the, he's not a PK guy, and then I was kind of blown away by looking at his PK numbers. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot on that, and it was a misconception maybe because he's a bottom six guy. I thought he was a PKer, and I, I didn't take a deep dive yesterday into that. Uh, so that was my, that's my bad, uh, my bad. And, uh, he's not a PK guy. He's not just look at his numbers throughout his career. He doesn't do a lot of it. I think the most he did in one year was 19 minutes. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but he is still going to bring depth, I guess. Five, five, maybe you can moonlight on your second power play. I don't know, but he's not a PK guy. So my bad on that one. And I said, Kulak wasn't, um, he didn't play a lot of PK in Montreal, but he's a guy they can probably use ahead of Bouchard or Barry. They probably want that. So again, two guys that don't play a lot on the PK, Broussard probably not going to get a look, especially after looking at his PK stats. And then Kulak is a guy that I think will be kind of forced into that spot just because they don't want Barry 
ideally, and Bouchard not uh, killing penalties, right? So I uh, just wanted to clear that up just so you don't, uh, oh, well, Hernan, you're wrong. Well, I was wrong. No problem saying. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's, well, we'll wait and see, I guess. The PK really needs help here. And a lot of it's on. It's their own doing. It is. They just can't make plays. They cannot make plays. But uh, Jay Woodcroft, and, and listen, this was, you saw it yesterday, even the national media. You saw guys like David Amber from obviously Sports, and you saw Jonathan Davis from Sirius XM NHL saying, I'll take Avs Oilers in his seven game series any day of the week. And it, yeah, it was a fun game, just like Calgary Avs was a fun game. But here's the head coach on just uh, what was a, a hell of a game. I thought it was an excellent hockey game. We were right there, had chances to win it. Um, went to overtime in a three on three situation, but a player lose a helmet overskated a puck and ended up in the back of our net but I'm proud of how we competed tonight got a lot of really uh, good efforts there were a lot of good hockey players out there one last one here we've been talking about Kulak and Brossard who are set to make their debuts tomorrow not tomorrow sorry Thursday versus the San Jose Sharks but uh, here's just a uh, coach kind of touched on it quickly but here's the coach on the two new additions to the Edmonton Oilers with uh, Kulak coming in we're excited to have him um, he's had a very good year he's, he's what have you done for us lately file over the last couple of months is pretty good um, and uh, we're excited to have welcome him into our fold and also Derek Broussard, welcome him into our fold. He's uh, someone with uh, a lot of playoff experience and I know in talking to him today that he was very excited about joining our team down the stretch. And that was Jay Woodcroft uh, meeting with the media last night as they're into Dallas. 6.30 puck drop. Uh, that's Mountain Time. Reminder, I'll be on the TSN 1260 post-game show Following uh, the game, uh, should we dive into that? We kind of broken down what we saw yesterday, what was good. Yams, Kane, PK, not so good. Mike Smith, the whole, the goaltending holding up. And uh, everything seems, uh, uh, every, I mean, they're trending in the right direction. Very, very, very encouraging. So uh, happy to uh, see the Oilers playing well and happy for the fans. So let's look ahead to, uh, to tonight's matchup. This is from Matthew DeFranks, who covers the Stars uh, for the Dallas Morning News, Jake Ottinger uh, was the first goaltender off the ice, so he's going to get the start tonight. He's been really, really good, and this is what they had for lines at the morning skate. Uh, Robertson, who's been amazing, and I know because I have him in fantasy, he's just an absolute stud uh, with Rupe Hintz and Kiviranta. Your second line is Peterson, Sagan, Gurianov. Third line, Stedenik, Ben Radulov. And your fourth line, Raffle with Radic Faxa and Luke Glendening. Defensively, Lindell with Klimberg. Sutter with Hakimpa. Hakimpa? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I probably butchered that. And Hanley with Sakara. Ottinger getting the start. No Pavelski or Nemesnikov, who they picked up yesterday from the Detroit Red Wings. So that's what you're going to get in terms of lines for the Dallas Stars. And, and this is a big game. Both teams are trying to lock down that playoff spot. The Dallas is in a good spot because they have those games in hand on almost everyone that they're chasing. Vancouver, Winnipeg, Colleen, kind of falling off here as well. So it, it's going to be an interesting night. Definitely interesting for the Edmonton Oilers, who are probably going to roll out the same lineup, guys. Uh, you heard Kenny Holland saying they can really call they can call up one guy if they run into injuries. But once you get back to Edmonton, Archibald's ready to go. Derek Broussard and Brett Kulak. Um, so we'll wait and see uh, for Thursday what the line is going to look like. It's going to be a little bit different. I think the top six remains intact. But if you get Nuge back, which was reported by the GM as well, that he could be back Thursday and Derek Broussard, I'm intrigued to see who. Well, Bugsy Malone comes out for sure. But then you're taking out 
three guys, right? Yeah, so Shore's the other one. And the other one's tough. I don't know who you'd take on. I know some people are suggesting Cassian, but it's going to be very, very uh, intriguing to see what they do. All right, coming up next, we'll continue to tee up tonight's game and uh, maybe some news and notes. Uh, well, there's some other big games, and we'll look into those as well. That's coming up here on the Locked On Owners Podcast with Hernan Salas. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Last segment here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. And, uh, yeah, so the Edmonton Oilers have played one game this uh, season so far with the Dallas Stars. A 4-1 loss back on November 23rd. So the Edmonton Oilers looking to bounce back. And that was that. No, that was a way. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I don't remember that game. But the Edmonton Oilers look to continue rolling here. And it almost seems like Vancouver and Winnipeg are in that gap now where it's kind of like, uh, they're not really, you know, they're not. They're they're gonna have to get really hot and like starting tonight or whenever they. I know uh, obviously um, Winnipeg plays tonight against Vegas, which is gonna be a huge game. Oh yeah, that's what I want to talk to you about. So Vegas is in Winnipeg. Um, you wanted to push Winnipeg more down or Vegas? I, I'll go with a Winnipeg win in that one. Calgary takes on San Jose. Calgary is going to the playoffs. I really don't care about that. Nashville, LA. Uh, sure, let's go with Nashville in that one. You want to catch LA or even if the Oilers can't find a way to pick up the W today, they'll. Uh, uh, the orders can just remain one point back. So you definitely want to go with Nashville in that one. And then, of course, Edmonton. Dallas has got huge implications as well. Nothing really much. Uh, there's a big game, Carolina-Tampa Bay. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be truly, truly awesome for the uh, for, uh, for NHL hockey fans if you can watch that game. So what are you thinking for tonight? Are you confident in Miko Koskinen? Are you getting more confident in the goaltending? I think that's the big the big question here. Uh, Mike Smith's been better as of late, especially in his last two games, obviously. Miko Koskinen, uh, he's given up a ton of goals in his last two games, but one they've, they've been wins, so you just roll with it. And I know I asked LT this question today on Crossfire, and it was kind of like, what do we do with... Um, if both guys are playing well heading into game one of the playoffs, and then this is, of course, if everything goes well, who would you start? Because <laughs> Miko Koskinen has been the better goalie in the season. Mike Smith's got probably a little more experience in the playoffs. Uh, both guys have played. Both guys played in the bubble. Mike Smith saw all four games last year. It's an interesting question. I, I Low tide with, with Miko, went with Miko. I'd probably lean that way too, but I, I feel like you're going to see both guys. I just, I, my faith is not huge in these two guys. And I know, I know, I'm sorry for being negative, but it, that's just that's just the way I feel about it. I, I think it's fine. Also, Kulak. Who's playing with Brett Kulak? Barry, Boosh. Uh, I, I think he'll start with Barry, keep Bouchard with Keith, who I'm not very, really fond of that pair, but we'll see if they can just play a little bit better. And then you got Russ as your seventh. And up front, yeah, it's, I, I don't want to speculate because I really don't know. Well, what would I do? I'd keep the top two lines intact. I'd keep Yamamoto with McDavid and Kane. That line is rolling right now. Then I'd go Dreisaitl, JP, and Kane, obviously. Not Kane, Hyman. Third line, I would go Fogel, Nuge, and Ryan. I think that's a really good third line, a shutdown line. Uh, two of those guys can, uh, not can, but they, they're they on the PK. 
Then my fourth line, I think Broussard at center. Archibald for the home games, for sure, with probably, is it, it's tough. So it's going to be Archibald, McLeod, and Cassian for me, the wingers, with Broussard in the middle. So on the road, you go McLeod, Cassian. At home, you go Archibald, McLeod? Does that make sense? Like, what would you do? Uh, I mean, Cassian hasn't been playing a lot, guys. I know he returned in his first game. He was really good. He dropped the mitts on the other one, and... And, and kind of, you know, it was a good tilt on Saturday, but he's not playing a lot. And McLeod, he's playing really well, and he's on the PK now. If you want to take him out, and I think Archibald has to be in the lineup on home games. He's just, he brings something uh, to that bottom six that they don't get a lot of. So for me, that's a no-brainer. But yeah, interesting. Uh, Jay Woodcroft's going to have some interesting decisions to make. What would you do? Uh, let me know on Twitter at HernanTheMan. And at Locked On Oilers, give you the lines for the Dallas Stars. Also heard from Jay Woodcroft. Recap last night's game. Look forward to tonight's game. Jake Ottinger and Miko Koskinen is your goaltending duo. And what will uh what will happen at the good old uh, at the good old uh, barn there in Dallas? Hopefully, it's two points for the order. Even one guys is going to be would be uh <laughs> would be okay with me. So when this team goes on a five game road trip, you can afford to lose. Uh, one or two points here and there, right? But if if you're going one win, one loss, one win, one loss, that's when you can't afford those those types of uh, of of games where you're just happy with one point. So the Edmonton Oilers back at it should be fun, and then we get rolling with two more games Thursday and Saturday. Like always, guys, hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers, and um, just to share some news because it's out there on the socials already. Uh, Locked On Oilers, I've enjoyed my time with this podcast. Um, done it for t- almost two seasons seasons now um, but I have I am um, moving on from podcasting in radio world as of moving on t- to take on a media relations job with the Edmonton Elks um, so next week will be my last week with the Locked On Oilers podcast as far as a replacement uh, I really don't know uh, <laughs> but I know and I have the faith in in the Locked On uh, crew Sean Woodley who does great work there they're going to find a, a great replacement someone doesn't talk as much smack as me when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers but uh, yeah so uh, I'm still with you here for a bunch of episodes up until next Friday but then it's it's go time for me as I'll be joining the uh, the world of the CFL with the green and gold uh, send me a message let me know what you thought of the podcast if you enjoyed it and uh, I'll keep you up to date on who's going to take over and all that news but uh, yeah that's just some news I wanted to share professionally here uh, for myself I'm very excited um, it is a bit bittersweet because I love podcasts I love talking Edmonton Oilers I love doing radio it's a great opportunity for myself so I'm looking forward to it like I said bittersweet because I love everybody I've worked with at TSN 1216 on these podcasts and I'm truly truly going to miss it I uh, just wanted to share that with you guys uh, we'll chat tomorrow to break down what happens tonight down in Dallas and uh, have some fun with that for the Locked On Orders podcast and my producer Juanito enjoy the rest of your Tuesday enjoy the game I am Hernan the man talking Los Petroleros we'll chat tomorrow we